that is called girl math. And there might, as frustrating as the name sounds, be some logic to this. Ideas about money like if you use cash, it's free. It's like free money. It doesn't actually count towards your budget because it's just cash. Is this something that you use when you approach your finances? Or does this all just suggest that women, girls, are bad with money? Let's get some clarity here and talk about this new trend called girl math and the logic or lack of logic behind it. Our guest is the president of Spring Financial, Tyler Thielman. Tyler, thanks so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, hey, thanks. So this is another trend that kind of came up on TikTok. And I feel like the name really is is kind of unfair. Girl math, I think, really suggests that it's girls and it's women that are really kind of bad or questionable with their finances. This isn't the first one. We've also seen the lazy girl job trend. What is this one really all about? What are the rules around girl math, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. It is probably pretty unfair, I think girls and guys both can have like the same thought patterns when it comes to justifying spending habits. But I think you got it right. I mean, there's so many examples of uh, girl math on Twitter right now, like the cash example you just used. If it's cash because it's not in your account, you can spend it and your balance doesn't go down. And or or something like if happy hour wine is $7 and it's usually $15, I just I made money by buying the wine. I made $8 because it would have been $15 regularly. Okay. I mean, I think we probably all approach money and use some justifications some of the time. So, you know, maybe the label is a little bit unfair, but this is probably something that people do day to day to some extent, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think like I've been guilty of it before. I think another good example I saw was if you buy concert tickets today and the concerts in January, it's actually free because in January you won't feel the, the you won't feel the pain of the cost and you'll just get all the upside of the concert. Okay, sure, I, I get that. Yeah, if you've maybe made a purchase, then by the time it rolls around, sure, you're not actually spending it at that time. But could this be kind of a dangerous slope, Tyler, when we're justifying these big purchases with you know sort of these 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 means that kind of stretch justifying it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it can be fun to like talk and joke, but at the end of the day, it's your individual finances and your personal money and uh, everyone's in a different situation and can afford different things. And I think at the end of the day, especially at spring, we encourage our customers to just really be mindful of what they're spending and, uh, you know, spending money on things that actually you can afford and actually bring you value. To me, it's sort of, it goes back to this idea of the way that different generations approach money. And maybe I'm generalizing here, but I think that younger generations typically will prioritize experiences. And these justifications, I think, behind spending these large amounts of money could, do feel like maybe they could be a little bit dangerous. Does this suggest that that maybe people that are using these justifications aren't paying as close of attention to their finances as they maybe should be? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe the opposite too. Like they know how much things cost and how much the experiences cost and they're trying to find a way to make themselves feel good about it um, and ignore like the true reality of, of what they're spending. How can you maybe reframe some of these ideas to to maybe build some more productive habits with money? Yeah, 
I think that's a good question and something we talk to our customers at Spring Financial a lot about is really spending on things that you find value in. It shouldn't feel uh, bad to go over your visa statement at the end of the month. So a lot of people have that feeling at the end of the month where they don't even want to look. They just pay it or don't pay it and just move on. Um, you know, you should be able to look back and say like, look, I had a lot of great times. I spent money on things that I valued and I didn't spend money I didn't really have. Hmm. Um, so it's really just a, a different framing of, hey, I had fun. I had a great night out and that was worth every dollar and it was, I would do it again. Or if you see something like that and you're like, look, I spent 500 bucks on a night out and I didn't have that much fun. And that's fine too, as long as you learn from that and like, don't keep making the same mistake. Tyler, thank you so much for making the time today to talk about this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Of course. Take care. That's Tyler Thielman, president of Spring Financial. Uh, Of course, as he mentioned, talking about the idea of girl math and breaking down this new trend. This is something that has kind of popped up on TikTok, this idea of girl math. I find, you know, the justifications, they kind of do make sense. I mean, I think I've had that same thought myself where if you spend it, if you buy something with cash, it doesn't really count because I use cash so infrequently that when I do ever have it, it feels sort of like play money. So I think some of these justifications kind of make sense. I think my issue with it is that all of these TikTok trends seem to be, they, they're titled and they're labeled with girl in it. And so girl math seems like this really kind of like silly, flighty way to justify your purchase. And it kind of puts the onus on young women as being, you know, maybe financially incompetent. Like the label, I think, is really stupid. But the idea behind it is probably something that we've all done before.